Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hello, and welcome to our five questions with Allie Shore. Allie, thank you for coming on with us. And um, let's get right into the questions. Question number one, how did you get into woodworking? It was a mixture of my grandfather and my own uh, desire to just fix things a lot. Um, as a child, I took a lot of things apart, didn't always get them back together. Um, but I really got into doing that type of stuff. And my grandfather was uh, a woodworker and uh, was in the plywood industry and just kind of made me like it, I guess. I don't know. I'm, no specific real turning point, but I would say that. Can I ask, like, how early did you start? My first woodworking, I was uh, six, and I cut oh. my thumb. Yeah, that's when I cut my thumb, and <laughs> then I stopped for a while. <laughs> and then I did, you know, some shop classes in high school, and uh, which was hard to get into. And uh, back when I went to high school, mm. and um, then it was just things on my own. Also, you know what? I should mention, uh, actually a good part of it came from theater too, because I did theater arts. I built sets and I built props and things because I was in the theater since I'm, you know, six, seven. So I guess actually maybe that's where it came from. It was out of necessity and I learned how to do things for what I love doing there. How's that for an answer? Is that any good? No, that's great. That's great. That's okay. awesome. um, I know Nick Ferry has kind of come out of building for the theater and continues to do a lot of building for the theater and while the theater is not something that I've ever gotten into, uh, many, many people have gotten into woodworking from things they need to build for their house. And mm-hmm. I would think that theater becomes the same kind of necessity. You're in the theater. You need to build X, Y, or Z for the set. You go and you figure out how to build it. Um, exactly. Yeah. So it's that same kind of it, – it solves a problem. It you know It fulfills a need by by building for the theater and then you realize you like it and you just you keep doing it because why wouldn't you like it exactly all right so the next question what is your favorite tool and it can be the tool this week or tool of all time it's up to you wow. tool of today tool of this hour it could be I that see. new that fancy new band you buy it yeah the one yeah, you don't exactly have the one i don't have yet uh wow my favorite tool you know Actually, the tool I enjoy working with a lot, and I don't work with it a lot, but when I need it, it's just the perfect thing that's fun, is I have an old-style Yankee push drill. Okay. You know yeah. the kind you used to yeah. store that you'd st- store the bits in the handle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got the, the helical thing that, you, that it's exposed when it's open that it spins yes. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just gotta put, because like when you're doing small hinges, there's certain times when that is just nothing's more accurate than you place it right where you want it. One push, and you're done. Plus, it's just cool. <laughs> it is one of those like cool that. drills. It was like the the tool that I would play with the most when I was a little kid in my dad's shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't actually held one in my hands probably since I was eight. But I I have so many memories of playing with that thing and making holes and just pushing it yes. down when it didn't have a bit in it because it was fun to play with. Exactly, um, it's it's a really neat little tool. Yeah, and it's funny because I I same thing. I played with it in my dad's shop, and I found one on eBay. Uh, like two years ago for like $10. And it was only 40 to ship it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really don't even go there. Okay. <laughs> but still, no, it, that's great. Cause it's the kind of tool where you don't need it often, but every time you pull it out, you smile. 
Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's one of the few tools that makes me smile like that. Well, that and my first Lee Nielsen plane, you know, my block plane. Oh, that block plane is, it's, it's nothing like it. Mm. That basic Lee Nielsen block plane is just, it's amazing. It feels great in the hand and it's holds it, it holds an edge and, but that's more of a workhorse. <laughs> they can make you smile too. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Question number three. Number three. In your woodworking, who has influenced you the most? Oh, oh, that's a really good question. They get harder as they go on. Who has influenced me the most? There's a very obscure woodworker, a guy named Diame, who <laughs> has just really <laughs> made me understand the social nature of woodworking. Um, no, I honestly, uh, I would say. Actually, it's not so much a person as a group. And that's when I traveled to Japan. Okay. And I saw some, just the way they do work there and just the history of, you know, the joinery, the way they built these. The fact that you look at something that's thousands of years old, no nails at all, and it's still perfect. You know, it's, mm-hmm. and that to me, not that I can do what they do, but it influenced me to want to get better at woodworking. That happened at a time in my life where I went, I actually do want to get better at this. I want to learn this. And it was looking at that kind of, that kind of work that I just went, wow, that's amazing. I can understand that. Oh, excellent. I, I would love to – well, I understand that. Yeah. I'd love to see it firsthand. It, it's that's amazing, <laughs> which is why – in fact, when I came back, the first thing I did was built – I think I mentioned to you uh, once before – I did a project. I'll send you a link someday. Uh, a Japanese vent, uh, 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 gate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's all there's almost no hardware in it. Everything is through mortises, pin, you know, pin board. You know, I just tried to copy that style, and it was just so much fun to try to do. And you notice I use the word try. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it, there's a there's a skill to it for sure. Oh God! And, and you know what? I'm sorry. No matter how much experience you have, I think to a very large degree, that's all any of us do is try. Right. Mm-hmm. Your expectation you should always be higher than your skill, or else why? You, why are you trying? Right. Well, I said to someone the other day, I said one of the biggest problems of being a woodworker and not a professional cabinetry shop or something is that everything you do is a one-off because mm-hmm. you tend not to build the same thing over and over and over. Right. So almost everything you build is a one-off. So you're always learning. So you're always making a mistake. You know, I mean, you know, basic skills, but the actual construction of something. Oh, you know, that should have been built there first. Oh, let me go back and redo that lap because, this, you know, it, it's all one off. Absolutely. All right. So question number four. Yes. What was your biggest stumbling block and how did you overcome it? Skill. And I haven't overcome it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, seriously, it's the biggest stumbling block really is learning is finding somebody to really, you know, I think one of the things we're missing in this country, I wish we had more of was, um, apprenticeships, you know, the old days where you learn from a master, you could study, you know, and that is the downside is that I got back into woodworking now that I'm living on Maui. And while there's some amazingly talented woodworkers here, they don't want to teach. 
They're not teach. They're not teachers. A lot of them joke with me. I'm not old enough to teach yet. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't have access to some of the people and classes that I'd like to. You know. Um, so I think that's my biggest stumbling block is just learning from somebody. You know, and that's why you joked. I watch videos because I just want to see techniques. But again, I find, like you said, with editing, I don't know if I'm watching the real thing or you know. Plus, you don't you don't really woodworking is it's like a tool. If you don't put it in your hand, you don't really know. Yep, exactly. You can get a long way based on uh, watching or reading something, but you don't make that. You don't transition from theory to reality till you put the tool in your hand. Obviously, but I think you also don't move from understanding the basics to executing perfection by you practice and it's hours and hours and hours of the tool in your hand. Um, right. I'm dating myself, but when, when, uh, when my, when my oldest twins were well, my only twins, but my oldest kids and my twins, when they were born, I took about a two to three year hiatus from woodworking. Um, and I just read and I read and I read, and that's really the time of my life when I transitioned from being a carpenter to a woodworker. Cause I just read tons and tons about furniture making um, but I wasn't good at any of it. I just understood the theory behind a lot of it. And it wasn't until I started doing it that I kind of caught up to what I had in my head. And it sounds like you're describing the same kind of thing where, you know, as much as you watch until you have, until you have it, the tool in your hand, you don't really know what you're doing. And if you have someone else's hand guiding the tool in your hand, you learn that what you're doing is a correct and B you, you become so much better at it so much faster yeah that's part of it so i would say that would i hope that answers the question sort of absolutely <laughs> well if even if it doesn't it moves us on to the last question okay last question uh, what uh, is your what is your favorite color blue no yellow <laughs> no yellow oh, oh. sorry <laughs> i just did spam a lot sorry okay, <laughs> question five how yes. has the internet influenced your work it lets me share it with other people and learn. I've actually, that helps, you know, as I've made friends like the two people I'm talking to now, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you've reached out to other woodworkers and, and, you know, uh, it's influenced my work in terms of, I've learned what exists out there in terms of tools or techniques. It's influenced my work in terms of, I've literally just put projects out there and said, Hey, I'm thinking about this, any ideas? And people have given me feedback, you know, so it's, it it kind of goes hand in hand with question four, which is that was one of the ways I'm trying to fix my problem with four is reach out that way kind of through the internet. It's not quite the same as hands-on tools, but it's influenced me in terms of uh, a, a, a source of, of people, not just images or places, but actual people that I can call and go, Hey, have you ever run into this? Mm. You know, and unfortunately, everyone has an answer and they're all different, but, you know, at least you get some answers. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with all that. And I'll do my normal little routine of touting how great the community is. Um, but uh, no, it's great. And you know, I were it not for the Internet, I certainly would never have had the opportunity to interact with a wonderful woodworker in Maui. Oh, thank you. Um, so with that, let me uh, point listeners to your public social feed at 
Nerd Chick Alley on Twitter. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And I can be found at penultimatewoodshop.com. And Sean, where can people find you? I am at, at the corner workshop and mostly that old thing. <laughs> um, it's not a trick question, Sean. I know. Uh, mostly I'm on Twitter and Instagram at SeanW78. Great. And I am at Diami Plucky on Twitter. And of course, you can follow the MWA underscore national on Twitter and just look up Modern Woodworkers Association. We have a website and we're on various social media and we keep sharing things. So with that, that concludes the five questions with Ali Shore and we'll talk to you next week. Stay safe in the shop.